Over 26 million trucks haul freight each year in the United States, and each has a driver with limited access to healthcare providers. Physician assistants and nurse practitioners filling the healthcare gaps in the trucking industry. You're listening to ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm Lisa DeAndre, your host, and with me today is Dr. John McKelligott, founder of Professional Driver Medical Depot in Knoxville, Tennessee, a clinic that serves the trucking and trucking-related profession only. Today, we are discussing physician assistants and nurse practitioners improving the health care of America's professional truck drivers. Hi, John. Welcome to ReachMD. How are you doing today, Lisa? I'm doing well. Thank you. John, can you tell us about your medical background and how this concept of having medical facilities available at travel centers for truckers came about? Well, I'm a board-certified internist and just happened to have a Master's of Public Health and Occupational Health and Safety and got into occupational health on a full-time basis after an illness and really got into the trucking business. And basically, a gentleman named Bill Godwin from Midland, Texas, we were out having a cold beer one night, and he says, you know, truckers have no health care. And I said, no, they come to my office all the time. But anyway, I got looking into it, and then 10 years later, I said, you know, we got to do something. These guys are dying like flies. They, they just live to be 55, and they have every disease known to man. So that's what got me started. Well, you also have a history of being a physician assistant, and the majority of the care is provided by PAs and nurse practitioners. How does your medical team handle that medical supervision, and how does that work in your team? Well, having been a PA, I'm a big fan of mid-levels as well as nurse practitioners. And we have a medical director who is usually affiliated with the local hospital at every site, and he oversees the nurse practitioner or the physician assistant. And in most sites, we have more than one. And in some sites, we have as many as four, depending on the state law. And we interface them with nurse practitioners and PAs because some of the laws are good for PAs and some aren't. And some are better for nurse practitioners. So we kind of use them both liberally. And is it difficult to recruit PAs or MPs to your facilities? It was in the beginning. It's not now. We have a strategic planner, a gentleman named Jeff Heinrich out of Connecticut, who is a PA and has a doctorate in education, was a former director of the GW program, was a full professor there. And he's become on as a strategic planner and has started helping us kind of get the word out there. So now we've got a lot of people who know what we are, what we do, and know that the cause is really great and the pathology is unbelievable. So truck drivers have very different medical needs. Can you highlight some of these and discuss their barriers to care? Well, their barriers to care is they're on the road 28 days a month. 57% of them couldn't get to the doctor in the preceding year when we did our studies. In addition to that, they can't get their medicines refilled. They run out sometimes for months at a time. And their biggest barrier is they're paid by the mile and they have hours of service and they cannot stop. And it is just a really difficult dilemma trying to get them into a hospital to get a study done. So how do the depots operate? Do the truckers make appointments? No, they don't. They can walk in and we can take care of them on, you know, at that point in time. We also have a 24-hour call center where we can direct them all over the country to hospitals that primarily are teaching hospitals because the residents like seeing this good pathology and 
our PA students love it because these guys, some of them are just a great teaching opportunity and they love people. It's a very lonely profession. So they like the attention and we direct about a hundred a week through our 24 hour call center. Plus, well, we've seen 10,000 or so truckers in less than two years. And do you utilize electronic medical records? Yes, we do. And we are working on that to perfect it. Every driver that comes to us has a card. We're working with the website people to get it to where the doctor, family doctor, can actually pull that record up. And we're working with the HIPAA folks to make sure everything's protected. And by giving your doctor your card, you, in essence, say, okay, you can look at my stuff. But we don't want anybody that the driver doesn't want looking at his medical record looking at it. So that's where the card comes in. They can carry it from side to side or to their family doctor, and that should all be in place shortly. And what services do the depots offer? Primarily what we do is DOT. We can do anything DOT-wise from the exams, breath alcohols. We have state-of-the-art hearing booths, vision machines, and then so all that's taken care of. If there's an accident, we can do post-accident drug screens. All of our technicians are certified. All our sites are certified by a inspector to make sure we meet the DOT requirements. And we do that with an independent person who knows the DOT regs and, and can point them out to us. We have probably 400 fleets that are signed up, and we have protocols in place for them. Our biggest population those independent owner-operators. And what happens if there's a need for hospitalization, imaging, or referrals to a specialist? Well, that's why we have the affiliated hospitals, and they have a fast track set up for us. And usually it's run by a PA or nurse practitioner. So we call them, we say, okay, we've got a patient of the medical director because once they go to the hospital, it becomes his patient. It's not ours. And we say, here's what we've got, and we send them in, and we've had, you name it, we've had to send it in. We've sent probably close to 4,000 people in the last year to the hospital. Now, getting them to go is another issue. A lot of them can't go because they're paid by the mile. If they go in the hospital and are admitted, they can lose their truck, their house. And that's where the St. Christopher Fund comes in. I will talk about that in a second. What have the truck drivers done in the past for their medical care? Mostly go to the emergency room. That's their most frequent stop. Sometimes they can get home, but it's on a Saturday or Friday night late and Saturday and nobody's open. The veterans out there, the veterans from actually Vietnam now and now the new ones coming back from Iraq that become truck drivers, they can't get any health care and we're trying to work with the VA to get them vouchers so at least we can do urgent care when they're sick because the VAs are open 8 to 5. Has there ever been a model like this before? There have and they've all failed because they were operated by doctors who had private practices. And these things take time to mature, because when you open the doors, you start off, they don't trust you. And you start off with one driver, then he tells 10 more, and they build up, and now our clinics are very busy. Some of the clinics, we're going to have to go to two full-time providers and probably several part-time. If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Lisa DeAndre, and I'm speaking with Dr. McKellicott founder of Professional Drivers Medical Depot in Knoxville, Tennessee, a clinic that serves the trucking and trucking-related profession. We are discussing physician assistants and nurse practitioners improving the health of America's professional truck drivers. The lack of health care coverage is a problem for truckers, and in 2007, you co-founded the St. Christopher Fund, a not-for-profit organization that provides financial assistance to the truck drivers who have medical problems and can't afford their health care. Can you tell us about that? 
Yes, Dave Nemo and Michael Burns, one of your cohorts on uh, XM Radio, had this idea, and I just sort of made it happen and had a lawyer that didn't charge us anything, so we got it going. We presently have helped 18 drivers just since last December, and we probably have another couple in the works. And what we try to do is we find people with catastrophic medical problems that are going to lose their homes their family's going to be destitute and maybe homeless. We have 20,000 drivers a year with their families that do become homeless. So what we do is we bootstrap them. We don't give them fish. We teach them how to fish, so to speak, and that we'll go to the doctor, the hospital, and we'll, we'll get things going. We've helped with chemotherapy on several. We've got medications that for people who have had just catastrophic strokes or heart attacks. And we try to get them back on the road and rehabbed, and once they get on, most of them go back to work and get their DOT card back, and then, believe it or not, they make a donation to the St. Christopher Fund. It's, it's really great. I know many truck drivers are independent operators and don't have health insurance. Can you tell us about the Professional Drivers Insurance Program? We call it PDIP, and it's really separate from PDMD, but we went out and did focus groups and said, look, what do you need? And, of course, they wanted the big 80-20s. It cost uh, you know, a lot of money. And we said, okay, here's what it's going to cost. And then they said, we can't afford that. So we kept massaging the system until we got down to a limited service to where the doctors got paid for their office visit within 48 to 72 hours. They had eight or ten paid for a year. They had up to 800 or or $1,000 in labs and then some hospital stuff, pharmaceutical coverage. And it goes down to as low as $140 a month. And they like that. So that's what we did. We put several levels in there because some of the truckers make a lot of money and some don't. So we had to have a big range of services and some are very good, almost like an 80-20 policy. The problems with the 80-20 policies in truck drivers is that they'll spend ten to $15,000 getting up to the point where they have coverage. So they're still almost all cash-paying customers. So they like this PDIP because it gives them access to their home doctor. They can come to a PDMD clinic as well. You recently completed a health care survey with over 1,600 truck drivers. What were some of the highlights of that survey? Well, the biggest thing was the lack of access, the lack of education, the fact that we have a, an epidemic of obesity, sleep apnea, diabetes, hypertension. The average driver is on about three medications and they are just not surviving very long. The Teamsters and one of the medical schools up in Pennsylvania, I can't remember the name, they did a study, and the Teamster retiring at 63 only collects 20 retirement checks before he dies. That's not very many. How do you manage wellness? We have a lot of that, primarily with our Novartis programs that we do on XM eight times a month, and we have coffee with the doc, walking with the doc, which is another 12, 15 times a month that the drivers can come, and we do free consults. And the whole point of what we're doing is education, education, then diet, which they don't have access to, and then the medical people, which is primarily nurse practitioners and PAs. And I will say one thing, and we always work under a medical director, but this team approach with the nurse practitioner and the PA could be what's going to save this profession. So how many clinics are there currently in operation? We have four open right now, two opening in the next month or two. The next year there will be 10, and the following year there will be 24 in addition to that. And what's your long-term vision? The long-term vision, of course, is, you know, 80. 
But now we're going to get to the point we can open two a month. And with our strategic planners, our president, Jeff Miller, we have some angel investors that have come on and sort of taken the heat off of me and Jeff and some of the guys that started it because we're up to debt to our, you know, our eyeballs. But it's been exciting, and uh, hopefully I'll get my house and office building back someday. <laughs> and where can people get more information about the depots and also about the Angel Network and the other insurance offerings? Well, PDIP has its own website that's on DaveNemoEntertainment.com, or you can go to DaveNemo.com, and, and it'll have the St. Christopher Fund PDIP. We leave that separate from us because, you know, it's a totally separate entity. Now, the PDMD is www.pd-md.com. I want to thank my guest, John McKellicott, for coming on the show. I'm Lisa DeAndre, and you've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Please visit our website at ReachMD.com, which features our entire library through on-demand podcasts. Or call us toll-free with your comments and suggestions at 888-MD-XM157. And thanks for listening.